When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 17. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode are at 41more.com forward slash 17. This episode is brought to you by my Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens. Do you have a teenager in your homeschool who is entrepreneurial, but also maybe crafty or creative or hands-on? Have they been bugging you to help them find a way to make money from home? Or maybe they've even thought about selling on Etsy, but you just have no idea how you'd help them get started. Well, then you've got to check out my Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens. This completely self-paced and online course can be taken whenever it fits in your teenager's schedule. You get forever access and your teen can make a profit while learning. I also give you tips on how to count this towards your homeschool high school transcript. So find out more at 41more.com forward slash Etsy. Welcome to episode number 17. I've entitled today's show, Homeschooling Rocks Because of Immediate Feedback. You know, maybe you've never thought of some of the reasons why homeschooling is such an effective educational model, but hopefully after today's episode, you will be encouraged to continue in it, but you also might get some ideas for improving the effectiveness of homeschooling in your household. So I got some of the inspiration for this episode from Laura Vanderkam's book, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. And in that book, she had a section entitled, What the Most Successful People Do at Work. Now, of course, none of this was related to homeschooling specifically, but as I was reading it, it dawned on me that these are some of the reasons why homeschooling is amazing. So in her section about what the most successful people do at work, she talked about practice and deliberate practice. And she contrasted it to the things we do repeatedly in our life where we're not actually practicing to get better. So for example, we all drive every day and you might drive multiple times a day, but you're not getting in your car thinking, okay, I'm going to improve with my driving. You just do it without thinking. Your aim isn't to improve. And so you don't really get better. You're not practicing driving. You're just doing it. And then she also talked about how most professions have an initial improvement after they begin, but then the improvement flatlines. She talked about salespeople, and she said most salespeople will improve right after they get a job in it because you're thinking about it and you're trying to be deliberate. But then after a while, you just fall into a rut. And she also mentioned teachers as doing the same thing. And I I can kind of relate. I've not been in a in a public school classroom for 20 years, but I can see how, yeah, the first few years you're really trying to improve your craft, but then you're just kind of settling in to status quo. 
And maybe this happens in our homeschool. Maybe immediately upon the start of the school year, we're very deliberate and then we flatline. Or maybe when our kids are younger, we're really trying hard or the first few years we homeschool, we're trying hard and then we flatline. She also gave an example of piano practice or um, musicians, and I can totally relate to this as well. So I'm a piano teacher, and if my students go home and just practice a song, just play it over and over again, mistakes and all, never trying to fix those mistakes, they're going to come back the next week and they're going to play the same mistakes. In order to effectively fix those mistakes, you have to isolate the few measures where you need the most work, you need to work just that little bit of the song out, you need to deliberately fix what's wrong, then you can put it together and you're going to have improved. There has to be deliberate practice, not just repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, because you're going to repeat all your mistakes and it's not going to get better. So in Laura Vanderkam's book, she also mentioned a 1993 study published in Psychology Review where they they did look at this in relationship to musicians and that immediate feedback was necessary for these musicians to improve. So let me pull all this in a little closer and let's talk about how this relates to homeschool. How can you use immediate feedback in your homeschool? So here are a few things to keep in mind. Practice doesn't make perfect. Only perfect practice makes perfect. Remember our our music example. But that's why your feedback in your homeschool needs to be immediate. Now, I don't mean like within 30 seconds, although that's ideal, but I mean pretty close to as quickly as you can. And homeschooling is made for this immediate feedback model. So compare homeschooling to a traditional classroom with 30 or more kids. You know that individual feedback is sparing. You know that kids are not finding out right away how they did. The teacher cannot walk around and give immediate feedback to 30 kids. If they do assignments and tests, it could take weeks and weeks to get back and see how you actually did. When I was tutoring a local um, middle schooler in math recently, you know, it, we, we faced this frustration where his teacher took forever to return tests and you might even go on to the next semester in school and you still didn't know how you did the previous semester. So we didn't know if the student had mastered the previous topics before we just had to keep going forward anyway. And that could be very frustrating for the student. And of course they're not necessarily improving because they're missing that feedback. So let's talk about in your homeschool how you can make use of immediate feedback. Let's look at the example of math. So can you have your kids check their answers as they go instead of spending 45 minutes on a whole math lesson only to realize two days later when you check their work that it was actually wrong? There's nothing more frustrating than realizing you spent all this time on something and you weren't even doing it right. When I have, when my kids are at the age where we purchase a teacher's manual for their math, I do not grade their daily math stuff. They get their teacher manual out, they figure the problem, and they immediately check it. And of course, in the upper level math teacher's editions, you're most, you're usually going to get the solution to the equation. So if it's wrong, that requires them to be active learners and to go back and figure out what they got wrong. They are learning this stuff so much better because they are responsible for finding their mistakes and figuring out what they did wrong or where they went wrong. And also it's giving them that immediate feedback. So I know right away, okay, you know, my child is having 
trouble in this, they find that immediate feedback. They see they got it wrong. And if they don't understand it, then they can ask me right away. We're not wasting time learning something wrong. Does that make sense? So that's a simple example for math. And that might be where you think of the most obvious way to give immediate feedback. But let's think of some other ideas. How about using narration in your homeschool? Now, I'm not a Charlotte Mason only kind of homeschooler, although I do like some of the things that Charlotte Mason, um, you know, talks about and I use some of them even with my older kids. So narration is one of those things that I think is just completely useful and helpful in a homeschool setting. And I have some helpful resources in the show notes about all of these things. So double check com forward slash 17 for the show notes. But narration is helpful because before your student starts writing, that would you would be engaging in dialogue with your child as they're formulating their ideas. There's also nothing worse than having your child sit down and write a whole essay and then bringing it to you and you say, oh, this is not what I was looking for, right? You're totally off base. You're totally off track. Well, if you do some narration and have them narrate, vocalize some of their ideas first, you can help them get on the right track before they put that in writing. And that's where narration will be very helpful. Narration can be used for giving immediate feedback. Definitely try to grade tests in your homeschool no later than the day they're taken and go over them with your kids. I re- this is sometimes hard for me because I have several homeschoolers and for some reason everyone ends up with several tests on the same day and I feel a little swamped, but I realize it is so important for me to take time out, get those tests back the very next day because, like I said, they need to know, did they get it? Where did they go off? And they need that immediate feedback. You know, chores need checked up on as well. And that this is not something, of course, that you're grading. This is not academic. But did you ever realize that you can't expect what you don't inspect? My husband tells me this all the time. So I can't just give my kids chores like clean the bathroom and then not check up on it because you know what happens? They know I'm not checking up on it and they just somehow forget to do it that day, right? Even with chores, there's immediate feedback needed to get kids to be responsible, How about reading out loud versus silent reading? This is hard when you have several kids who need to read to you. And I know there's a a lot of great ideas out there for how how you can do this and multitask. And while you're doing chores, have one of your kids reading out loud to you. But having your kids read out loud is a great way to give immediate feedback, correct um, you know, things that they're pronouncing wrong or being able to figure out how they're doing with their reading. Now, I will readily admit that it is a challenge to give immediate feedback for your homeschooled high schoolers because I am a proponent of really giving them a lot of responsibility and independence. Sometimes my high schoolers are off in their rooms or in another part of the house, you know, getting their work done, and I'm happy to let them do that independently because that's my goal. My goal is to have them be active learners, not relying on me to dump the information in their heads, right? But... um you know, you, they still need that feedback. And so it, it's a balancing act because you want them to be independent and you want them to be able to take responsibility, but you do need to check in on the work because like I mentioned, what you don't check on, sometimes they can let it slide and they think, well, mom's not checking. So maybe I don't have to actually do what she said to do. And of course our kids are normal like any other kids and we struggle with that as well. So don't feel like you're alone if you've had that 
kind of struggle in your homeschool, but it is a challenge. And so you have to be on top of it and realizing that even your home, even your high schoolers need immediate feedback. It's great for everyone. I guess my main point, this is a short and sweet little podcast today, but my main point is, you know, homeschooling is so effective because we have the freedom to give our kids that immediate feedback. So I would say look for more and more ways to make that possible in your homeschool. So look for ways to improve your feedback. Make sure it's helpful keeping your kids on track. And this is why we can be so effective and efficient in homeschooling um, as compared to a traditional classroom. So take encouragement over the fact, but look for ways that you can keep improving on the way you give feedback in your homeschool. Check out my resources or any links that I mentioned over at the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 17. And once again, check out my Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens. You get forever access and your team can make a profit while learning. Thanks again for joining me on the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. Happy homeschooling.
uh, themes of geography bundle, which I will also link to in the show notes. Okay. It's been super great to have you. Happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.